traditions, but I'm not really finding a lot of personal rituals um, and what we do as witches and why. So I thought that I would give you something a little bit more personal and not so generic so you could have an inside look at what it's like to be a witch on this witch's New Year's. For me, the entire day of Samhain is about rest, contemplation, planning, protection, the dark nights that are ahead, and basically just going inward, which we've kind of talked about before. But I wanted to talk to you about our ancestors and how they play a role in the Witch's New Year's and in Samhain, and why it's important why it plays such an important part of what we do tomorrow. So a couple of things that I do is I put together an ancestor altar and usually it's just pictures and maybe something personal of theirs that they've left behind to you or if you have nothing, maybe something that would represent them, um, that reminds you of them. Um, and then I place those on my altar and I light my candles and it's sort of a visual representation of them um, so that we can pay homage to everything that they've brought forth for us to be at the point we are today and another thing you can do that's important is when you set your altar up for Samhain that um, you can also revisit that on Samhain's counterpart, which is Beltane, and that's in May. So you can set one up now and then set up another one in May and kind of do the same, the same thing. Um, another way that you can honor them is simply by sharing stories um, with your loved ones about them, talking about them, their accomplishments, their part in your life, their beliefs, um, funny stories, maybe um, little silly anecdotes that you want to pass down to your kids or maybe just the younger generation so they're not forgotten. Sort of like, you know, the younger generation who's never met them, even ones that have passed before we were born. Um, you kind of have a tendency to just see them out on a, in a picture and not really bond with them because we never had a chance to. So being able to pass down stories about them and their lives make them seem more real. And I think that that's what they would want. They would want us to remember them. And with the veil being so thin right now, it's a really special time for you to be able to feel close to them. And fun fact, sharing these stories 
that kind of gave way to telling ghost stories on Halloween night, even though, you know, we're not talking about scary stories. We're passing down generational stories, but because they have passed over and people back in the day would consider them to be ghosts or spirits, um, that's how um, telling ghost stories came into play. So, um, one thing I always try to remember to do, something that I'd heard from, that I remember reading, um, at the beginning of my journey, um, is something that I found in the Wiccan, in the Wiccan read, and it says that when the wind blows from the west, departed souls shall have no rest. So, on Samhain night, I find a west-facing window, and I place a candle in it, and I open the window for any departed souls. So, with the veil being so thin, it's it's a very important time as witches to be aware that there might be lingering souls that are passing through um, our side to the other side, and it's just a way to help them find their way back. And, um, yeah, as a witch, that's, that's part of the job. (laughs) Um, and then the most important thing, because it is the witch's new year, I like to sit down, um, and make a list, a manifestation list of things that I want to have happen, um, through the year. So I do that every year and then... I pull it out and I revisit it and take a look at everything that I've accomplished or maybe haven't accomplished yet and I'll write down um, a new list, sort of like a New Year's resolution for um, New Year's that everybody does traditionally because this is the Witch's New Year. Um, I feel like it's a really important time to sit down and do that. and. Um, I keep it in my, um, in my book of shadows and I have a chance to physically look at it throughout the, as the year goes, goes on. And then I can, um, refocus and see what I need to be working on or things that didn't work and maybe I can tweak it so that maybe something works better. So that's something that's really, really important to me. Um, and as far as rituals go, you know, it kind of depends on the year. You know, when your kids are smaller, you don't have a lot of time on Samhain to do as many rituals as you would like to do. But now that my kids are older, um, I find myself with a little more, a little more time on my hands. So, um, I will sit down and... Um, write everything out that I want to have released for the year and put that into my uh, cauldron and uh, burn it and release it for the year and um, that's a real important little tradition that I always do
because it can get so busy, we forget that it's very important to protect ourselves, protect our energy, protect our home, protect our loved ones. So another very important thing that needs to happen on Samhain night is a protection casting and a blessing for your home, uh, for your loved ones, for your pets, for um, your energy, for the year, for the upcoming year. So um, it's very important that we begin the year with all of our power brought back to us and protection for the things that we find and hold so sacred and so close to our hearts. So a protection spell and a protection casting over your home, like I said, is something that I'll end the night with. Um, And I think that with the ancestors being so close to us, and being on our mind that all the energy from from the night and from the entire day of Samhain um, can play an important role in boosting the energy that we're trying to manifest for that casting. So there's a lot of things going on on uh, Samhain night and I think that if we can get, you know, most of it done and still give us time to sit in the quiet and reflect on the importance of this day, that each year uh, we can get a little bit more invested in that in those quiet moments because it's very hard to find because we're still sort of split into different directions with obligations and um, trying to balance that with the importance and the reverence of what um, Samhain means to us because it's, it is our biggest holiday and um, it's, you know, a real good time to try and start a routine if you haven't already started one of sitting in the quiet maybe lighting a candle and just reflecting and meditating on the things that we want to improve but also the things that we're grateful for that's something that needs to go hand in hand because you can't always take you can't always ask You always have to be grateful and have gratitude for the things that you've been given. And I think that it's important to look at the things that we have been given, even though they may not have manifested in our list the way that we may have wanted or expected them to be, but through um, divine intervention, They know more than we do, and they know what's best. So it may seem not like maybe you weren't granted the manifestations that you had asked for, but you have been granted things maybe in a different way, and it's all about perspective. So gratitude and being grateful for those things on Samhain 
is a great time to start just focusing and remembering the gifts that we've been given and the blessings that we've been given and the blessings that are going to be coming in the upcoming year. So on that note, I want to wish everyone a very blessed Samhain and a very blessed Witches New Year and be healthy, be safe, and I will talk to you soon. This is the Dark Raven Witch, where witchcraft isn't just an aesthetic, it's a way of life. Good night, everyone.